for immediate delivery on class-leading Kia vehicles. Tire power, save during the big holiday sale on now. Summer Breakfast with Miles Fitzner and Bryce Gibbs. I'm better than ever. Oh, welcome back. 7.40 on your Tuesday morning. Miles Fitzner, Bryce Gibbs with you. As we look forward to more World Cup action, this NSA Breakfast thanks to Chemist Warehouse, the real house of fragrances this Christmas. And the stench of football has filled the air and it's filled these studios. And who better to chat to than former Socceroo and Adelaide United assistant coach. He's gen- always generous with his time with this station. His name is Mark Milligan. He joins us. Hello, Mark. Morning, gentlemen. How are we? Very well. Mate, I want to kick this off pretty plain and simple. We've been putting it out there to the listeners. We put it out there to everyone. Are, are we dreaming or is this a, a dead set possibility? Uh, can we Can we get through? Can we get through and get it done against Denmark? It's most definitely a possibility. I think, um, yeah, I think everybody should be very, very excited. I think the other night was was excellent. Um, fantastic result puts us in a in a fantastic position, and I, I think uh, Denmark is very, very much within our reach. So, how do you think we're we're going to attack it? Uh, I don't think we can sit back and and just try and defend and and try and hold on. Uh, for a draw, say, from the start. I think we need to, to press them and, and make them defend us. Is that how you would... If you were in charge of the Socceroos leading into this game, Mark, how would you tell them to play? Mate, absolutely. I think I've been telling anyone who would listen for the last <laughs> four or five days that I think we're a much, much better team when we're on the front foot. I think uh, it, it suits the players that we have. I think it it suits our personality as a footballing nation and uh, I said last week in an interview that, yes, Arnie has a very uh, specific way of playing, but within that formation, we can still be a lot more aggressive than we were against France. And I thought we did that superbly the other night against Tunisia, especially in that sort of first 60, 65 minutes. So we need everything to go our way. Can you just paint the picture for us a little bit, Mark? Is it exactly sort of how it plays out? So it's the draw... Isn't it? It's a draw or the win. We need France to knock off. And then France have got to knock off Tunisia. But if you're France, aren't you resting your guns and then treating that as a dead rubber? No, these these games, they... they, uh, The World Cup, it's a little bit different, I think, because it's only, um, you know, very quick turnaround between games. Players don't... They don't normally rest players. And to be totally honest, even if France do rest players, I'm still pretty confident that the team they put out is going to be very, very strong. So... I think France will be looking to win a game. Um, they don't want to kill that momentum that they've built in the first two games leading into the knockout period. Uh, as I said, we just need to go and we need to play in a similar fashion and a similar mindset to what we did against Tunisia. And I think uh, I think Denmark don't like that. They won't like that. Um, we've seen it previously when we've played Denmark. Uh, you know, back to Russia, we... Um, were very much in their face, very much on the front foot, and and, and they struggled, in all honesty. And and again, they've come out and uh, they've had a little, I guess, a little bit of a poke, a little bit of a jab at Australian football and the Australian players. And and I think that's a very good thing for us. Um, they might be they might be saying they don't have a lot of respect, but the simple fact that they're saying that I think shows that they have a little bit more than than they're willing to let on. So, Mark, essentially, what you're saying is Denmark are a bit soft. <laughs> yeah, why not? Yeah. <laughs> oh, spot on. So, yeah. I love that. 
<laughs> so it won't come at a surprise to you because uh, you, you coach the man. But uh, how impressive has Craig Goodwin been? And he, he's flying the flag for 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 our South Australian side. He, he scored in the first game. He, he's assisted in the second game. He, he's running the wing very very well. How proud are you, have you been of his performances over over the World Cup so far? Yeah, he has been absolutely fantastic. You know, he he went through a hell of a lot to get himself uh, into and his body into a place where he could go out. Firstly, just make that squad. Uh, to see him go over and have the impact that he's had, um, it, it's it's outstanding. Like I said, it's not much of a, a shock to me. I've been fortunate enough to see him sort of day in, day out over the last few months. And, um, you know, I've always been aware of uh, his capabilities and his attributes. But, you know, I think, like I said last week, I think he's, he's brought a whole new... Um, you know, set of tricks to his game. His, his leadership skills, I think, are so, so important for that Socceroos team. And uh, he very, very much leads by example. And, you know, I, I dare say he'll um, he'll be in the starting squad and a very, very important player again uh, come the Denmark game. Before we move on to the main stuff, which is Adelaide United, can you give us uh, <laughs> what happens in the what happens in the in the game? Expecting a draw? What are we one nil? Do we give him a touch up? What's if you're looking into your crystal ball? What what happens yeah, against Denmark? Look, I think I, I think we win the game. I think um, the boys off the bench the other night were were superb. Um, I, I look, I'm thinking it'll be like a two one, and we go through. Uh, yes. Like I said, I think the boys off the bench will make a big difference as they did the other night, uh, and I'm very much looking forward to it. Let's talk about the main stuff now. Let's go United. Third on the table. Things are going extremely well. Um, you're on a bit of a break at the moment. What happens in the in the break like this? It's obviously unusual with the World Cup, but what are you guys doing at the moment and, and how long until it's back? It is a little bit unusual. Um, we had we had a few days off, uh, or probably about eight days ago, nine days ago now. Uh, we, we, we've sort of put them into a little bit of a mini pre-season, which... At first, they weren't extremely impressed about, but <laughs> as you said, that, that's the way of the world at the minute with this World Cup being during the season. So, uh, look, there's been a lot of tactical stuff. There was a lot of things that we wanted to we wanted to focus on, uh, continue to build on, um, you know, things that the boys had started to implement, uh, you know, especially in those last couple of rounds before the break. So, um, yeah, we're just, look, we're, we're very much working hard, sort of with one eye on Brisbane, which is in... You know, sort of 10, 12 days. Um, we've got we've got a practice match coming up, which is very important for them. I think it, it, it's good for them um, mentally as well. Just a little bit of a change of scenery, and uh, you know, just to remind them that uh, we're, we're kicking off again soon. So, yeah, look, we've been working extremely hard, but very much focusing on the things that um, you know we've been doing well and want to keep getting better at. Yeah, I was going to ask you if you, you had played any match sim or, or looking to play a practice match because you've got a big couple of weeks coming up, two games on the road. Uh, you want to mm. want to come back after this break sharp and ready to go because, as Miles said, sitting third on the ladder, the, the next block of games can be really important in, uh, in the red season uh, this, at, at this stage of the, of the year. Yeah, well, the, the boys and the players have worked so, so hard to put themselves in into this position and... Um, you know the A League. It's not. It's not an extremely long season. Uh, you know, one and two wins here and there uh, can really make a big difference to what the table looks like. So it's very, very important that we come out after this break. Um, you know, all guns blazing. Uh, we've very much been speaking about it as 
you know, the second part to the season. Uh, it's very important that we start it well. Um, so that that is very much the focus. Two games on the road. We're very much looking forward to, uh, especially after that Melbourne victory game and the, and the crowd and the fans that showed up, very much looking forward to a Christmas uh, at Cooper's Stadium. Uh, you know, we've got quite a few games over that period and uh, I think you see, everybody sees the difference it makes when when we're at home, um, when when Cooper's, when Highmarsh is full. And, uh, you know, it, it really helps the boys. Mark, we're looking forward to having United back too. Uh, hopefully, Gibbsy and I are going to get out there to a game as well. Mate, always love chatting to you. Hopefully, have a chat to you again maybe next week if you've got some time for us, mate. But uh, thanks for your insight. We'll chat again soon. Perfect. Look forward to it. Thanks, guys. Mark Millian there. Do you reckon um, they go to their players like the AFL had to go to their players and say, yeah, you've got a four-week break here, but we just don't want to see any of you on the back page of the paper. <laughs> yeah, I, I dare say they would. Yeah. Um, Not like the NRL, where uh, their boys just don't go anywhere. Four days off, it's a free-for-all in <laughs> the NRL. But... Yeah, at the league's club or the... <laughs> yeah, was the notorious a bit unassuming, it. though. The, the, I think the, the A-League boys probably could go around town and, and enjoy themselves a little bit more under the radar, probably, than, than if you were a... Crows or, or Port sort of player in, in that sort of situation. But um, oh, there's no doubt uh, they would have enjoyed uh, a couple of days off. But uh, as Mark said, they've been training hard and looking forward to get back back into it in uh, only about 10 days' time. Uh, plenty more to come. On the other side of this, we're going to have a quick look at um, maybe some of the better number one draft picks in the last few decades and some of the lesser picks, even sort of roughly top 10s. Uh, we're just going to skim through. A couple of ones I want to touch on off the text, 0427154166, or give us a call, 1300-736-736. Lindsay's chimed in. Uh, hey, boys, Steve from Lilydale makes a good point, but I reckon the congestion in the game comes from a number of sources. Umpiring or lack of adjudication allows a rolling scrum to happen. Tightening up on the free kicks will actually open the game up when the free kicks are paid, players vacate the area, and the ball changes direction. Pay more frees and the game will open up. Uh, that's a good one from Lindsay. And this from someone else. Stench of football, mate, you are a buffhead. Okay. <laughs> it's been they're, they're after you today. It's, I've got, I've got buffhead twice and not from the Is same it, blokes. It's not from the same tweeters that uh, were getting into you last night. <laughs> oh, mate. Anyway, but what, I was trying to segue in from the fragrances. What am I supposed to do? I don't know. It reeks. It, <laughs> it, it reeks of the World Cup. <laughs> I don't mind that. I'll get the thesaurus out for old mate. No name to the text, of course. Uh, let's go to a break. All thanks to Morn team. And we thank them for their continued support. Don't forget to Cheltenham Mount Barker. Many locations back in a moment.